Welcome to Educate to Elevate, the Home Educators Hub, the podcast dedicated to helping you unlock the full potential of home education. I'm Dr. Rita Hernandez, alongside my co-host, the equally passionate teacher, mentor, and coach, Carmen Wood. Go grab your coffee and sit at our table. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. We are celebrating that this is our very first episode at Educate to Elevate, and we're really excited to be here. I'm here with my co-host, Carmen Wood. Carmen has been in education for more than 30 years, and it's always been a pleasure to me to hear her teach. She's amazing, uh, relatable, gets down to the nitty gritty, and has actually helped train many people for the teaching profession, coaching uh, people in the district where she used to work at, and has been involved in classroom teaching, coaching, and also in administrative positions, and has made a great impact. And so I'm excited that we can co-host this podcast together. I want to share a little um, story, Carmen, if you would let me um, say hello to everybody so they know you're there. Hi, everybody. I am here. Uh, Some time ago, you invited me to your classroom to come teach a little class to your first graders. You were teaching first grade at the time. And I don't even remember what you invited me to teach. I have no idea. But I had a wonderful experience just watching you teach. But what I loved the most was that you introduced the class, reminding all of your little students, all of these little six-year-olds that are just looking at you with huge eyes, just admiring you. You started your class by reminding them that they were all scholars. And you used this big word and you made a big deal about it. Like it was a really important word, a word that uh, was even part of their identity. And I remember um, your interaction with them around that. And it really touched me. I, I still remember it clearly. It was something that I've taken with me since that time. I just felt that it was your way of letting these kiddos know that they were important, that they were smart, that they were intelligent, that they were going to do things in life and that you believed in them and that you were going to do it together in the classroom. And so I think that really speaks to your heart, to who you are and why I'm so excited to do this project with you. Hello and uh, thank you. I I love that introduction. Um, it takes me back to just place a place of pure joy. Uh, yes. It took many many years to get to that place in the classroom. You know, teaching is a really stressful profession, and it just taxes everything about you. But once you finally get to that so- you know sweet spot. Um, after about 10 years or so, and if you have a great and supportive team of colleagues, shout out to all the teacher besties out there. They keep you going. And um, yeah, I think that's one of the things that you and I have in common is just the joy of learning. We both love to learn and we love to learn in collaboration with other people of all ages. Of all, you know, we welcome all ages and enjoy that so specifically. Yes. Uh, I'm so honored to introduce you. Um, Even though you're my younger cousin, you're a woman I've always greatly admired. And I think in part because you're just so different from me. And honestly, you 
have had me in awe many, many times in my life, just like wondering how in the world does she do? How does she do it? You know, so I'm excited to have conversations where you can sort of share these secrets with us. But, you know, for everybody out there, my cousin Rita is a highly educated, highly professional, um, highly experienced um, in many different fields. You are in good hands. So this woman uh, started um, her education getting teaching credentials. In the United States, she's a bilingual, bicultural certified teacher. That means she can teach equally well in English or Spanish. Um, she chose to focus on special education in that time. Um, mind you, this is many years ago. She, both of us are Gen Xers, and um, we'll talk about that later. That puts us in a unique position. Uh, focused on special education, embarked on an adventure of leaving her family in her home country to go spend extra time in the United States. Um, that's another thing I think that really we have in common is we both have a sense of adventure and we're very courageous. We're not afraid to make big changes and we've done that in our lives, right? So, um, she came back to her hometown and um, she's always had an entrepreneurial uh, spirit. I remember even when we were in college together, she figured out that college boys were willing to pay really good money for fresh homemade baked goods. And she started making pies in her kitchen to earn money and did really well with that. <laughs> and um, so anyway, getting back to the point, you know, you opened your own school. It's sort of our family business. Um, I think it's interesting for people to know that we have teaching in our DNA. So our great, one of our great grandmothers was a teacher and actually founded the first bilingual school in Mexico city. And so we, uh, uh, your mother's a teacher. My mother was a teacher, her sister. Right. And I think, I don't know how many cousins of us there are on our generational level, but we're all teachers. Um, it was sort of inevitable. So you carried on that family legacy. You had your own school and, um, just really engaged in a lot of innovation. I remember when you uh, decided courageously that you were going to have a gymnastics team and, and you took them to Europe to competitions. <laughs> and I was just so in awe of that. It was just like, I'm not just going to open a school. Like we're going to have an international gymnastics squad and many, many other things in that school continues. And you're still um, really making sure that you're on the cutting edge of pedagogy, methodology, doing the best that you can for your students and families, you know, but you didn't stop there. So you pursued your master's degree and um, now even have um, studied at the PhD level for a doctorate in education. And then finally, in a big courageous departure, pursued a PhD in public policy and once again, left your hometown to embark on a new journey because you felt so called to begin to engage in a very active way uh, um, to do something about the crisis of human trafficking that you started to observe in your city. 
And you worked at um, the national governmental level on a national team formed in Mexico City to study human trafficking and to work against human trafficking. And that led you to uh, work, embark on a journey with a nonprofit agency and, um, you know, continue speaking at at tables with high government officials in, in many, many countries in the world, including the United States, and have done some really deep, courageous work and, and really effective change. Um, one of the things that I really admire the most is that you formed teams of survivors uh, and didn't view these people as damaged goods, but view these people as um, survivors who had had a voice and something really important to contribute. Yes. Um, on top of all of that, which, you know, sounds like really highly political and, and um, you know, EO and just being a mover and a shaker. And, you know, I can just see you in a suit and like maybe on some kind of lawyer show. Um, that's not your persona at all. Like the person I know is the person who bakes pies. Uh, the person who loves to bake cakes for everybody's special occasion. Um, the person who's so happy to host hundreds of people and oversee all the food preparation and just be in service for that. Um, you know, the person who... Like, I don't know how you do it, but you don't miss your... Oh a kid's birthday or a grandkid's birthday. And that's just really special to me. You know, you've, you've become a certified life coach and I don't think you're a certified doula, but you should be, <laughs> you know, and that's the person I see is someone who's, who's really there, especially for women in really super challenging and painful times. And um, it doesn't matter that you just sat at a table with the president of Argentina. You know, who cares? So, um, you know, you're just here with the rest of us. You're a wife. Uh, you've been married to the man for oh, the same man for over 30 years. To, to me, that's that's more of an achievement than having a successful conversation with the president of any country, you know? Absolutely. So that takes a lot of work and dedication. You are the mother of seven children. You know, you've experienced the ups and downs of life that, that every woman experiences. You know, you are now a grandmother. Um, which I also greatly admire. I don't know if I'll ever become a grandmother, but I'm okay with that because you are. And so, you know, I feel like I have those grand uh, grand nephews and nieces that yes. I enjoy vicariously. But, you know, when I think about you, I admire all those things. And because you're so different from my than me. But like I said, we're, we're just connected so strongly. And, um, you know, when you were talking about my little scholars, I am such a word nerd and I'm, 
I'm such a learning nerd and I just love science. I love to study about animals. I love just the design of the human body. And um, I just, I recently found out that your grandmother, when she was still, you know, when your mother was, was in your grandmother's womb, she already had the egg that was going to become you. And like, oh, I'm in awe of that. Carmen, I am in awe of that. I can't stop reading about that. That's so amazing. I I just can't, you know, me either. I just keep thinking about it. And I think about how connected you and I have been since that time. Yes. And I do have memories of you as a, I think, a newborn. Honestly, at this point, wow. I think I remember the story in my own brain, but it could be that I just remember people talking about it and remember the photos. Honestly, I don't know. But I remember, you know, when you were just born, I was the first grandchild. You were the second grandchild. And I remember, you know, going up to your crib and looking in and and I I don't know how old were you? Maybe you were just like three days old or something. And I just remember saying, you know, baby Rita, open eyes. And <laughs> we just had such a really close sort of sibling relationship since then. Um, our grandmother and our mothers made sure that, yes. that we stayed close. And I think that that's what's so exciting for me about this collaboration is that we have this chance to sort of embody the power of really being a safe place, providing a, a place where um, you can see what it's like to have a friend that you can trust, you know, with everything, secrets, with your joys, with your triumphs, with your failures, and to be here at the founding level um, collaborating with you to create this platform, but, but more importantly, sort of this sacred room for women to gather and, um, support each other and learn, come together to celebrate the sacredness of nurturing. Yes. That's what I love that uh, project. Yes. Oh my gosh. Carmen. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing all that. You know, sometimes we forget the things we've accomplished in life, thinking back a lot on, on my life. And I remember always wanting to transcend. I just always wanted my life to have some sort of meaning. You know, I didn't want to just live life. I knew I had one life to live and I wanted to make sure that something was left behind. So I was very intentional around that. And, and so this new project has that same feel to it. I want to make sure that we are talking about important things, that we are touching lives and that we're really conversing about the things that are important to the people that we care about, because I, I wanted to have that kind of fruit. I wanted to make sure that it multiplies and that it leaves a legacy behind and really that connection that you were talking about, that, that thing that brought us together by the act of God creating us as cousins, uh, that, that was really important. But 
the work that we've put in and that our grandmother, like you said, and our mothers put in to make sure that that connection stayed strong on the good times and the bad times, right? There were fights, there were everything just like any other uh, siblings. But at the end of the day, that connection is what brought us to this point. Um, I started a new season in my life this year. Uh, and it, it got me thinking about all of these things. I, I became an empty nester. My youngest son got married. And also I left my, my nonprofit job. And so I was trying to figure out, you know, what comes next? The question that I wanted to answer is, with whom do I want to do this? With whom do I want to live these next years in my life, this next season. And at this stage of my life, um, I have really discovered, and this is new. And so that should tell you that in every new year, in every new season in your life, you'll discover new things about yourself. And that's great because that also gives you an opportunity to do things differently, to grow, to mature, and to step into life with a different perspective. And what I discovered recently is that I really don't like um, or thrive when I do things alone. I just feel so empowered in spaces of collaboration um, because Somehow or another, I know that beautiful things are going to be born. Beautiful things are going to happen when we join others in our ventures. So when the idea of Home Educator Institute came uh, to life, it started to take shape in, in my brain. I knew exactly who I wanted to do this with, and that was you. And I am so, so grateful and so honored that you said yes. Uh, in the midst of everything that's going on in your life, because this new venture really sets us into a parenthesis, right? A time where we had to set aside um, a lot of other things so that we could concentrate in creating this space for you, our listener. And we are very excited, but we want you to know that we are putting everything that we have into this, that this is not something we're just, you know, playing podcasts with, that this is something that we are being very thoughtful and thorough with, and that we want you to know that it's not only for home educators that have chosen to homeschool, which is a big part of what we're going to do, but home educators are just parents caretakers, grandparents, foster parents, anybody that's bringing up a child or helping to bring up a child is a home educator because that's where your major educating takes place. Schools are great, but they are not the foundational piece of education. The home is that place. And you are that person that has been chosen to touch the lives of your children or of the children that have been put in your care. Even professional teachers. I mean, now the school has taken that role with everything that's going on in, in our communities now and, and many more families being broken or, or needing the support and help of teachers, they have also become more than academic educators. They have also become educators of the heart and the soul. And we want you to know that this podcast is for all of you, right, Carmen? Absolutely. Um, 
I love what you said about collaboration and um, there's just so much power in that, you know, when I was uh, working on my master's in education, my thesis sort of evolved around a collaborative model of professional development where the teachers I was working with had as much voice in what they wanted to learn about. And, and we worked on discovering things together. And I think what excites me about this space is the potential for my own personal development and learning from interacting with other moms. You know, I'm, I'm in a unique position where um, I have an adult child at home who's almost 30, but because of the adventure of life, I uh, am retired, but have a, a school age child. I have a 16 year old. Um, who came to live with us when um, he was eight. And so I've been in this position of being able to, to observe like, you know, the old school parenting that I did and sort of be able to deeply process that list of things of, wow, uh, I don't want to do that this time, you yes. know, and also be able to take advantage of so much information that's being shared, um, in social media and just all this new research on the brain and, um, how much more open the conversation about mental health is and all this learning that's out there. Right. And I'm excited to engage with younger women, with the younger mamas. I, identify with you. I, I'm ready to learn from you. I want to do things differently. I'm actively parenting and doing, you know, that hard work and learning from my mistakes. And so the collaborative space really is a sacred space. And, and the work that we do, whether in the classroom as a classroom teacher or at home, um, taking care of these little human beings and, and creating a a safe learning environment for them is the most sacred work. Absolutely. Sacred work. I love that you're saying it that way. And you know, Carmen, that's another thing that we're also connected in the fact that we're both adoptive mothers. And um, that also brings a whole new arena of experiences into uh, parenting. But as I was shaving the idea of what am I going to do next? What is coming next to my life? I, I had just come out of the nonprofit world. I had been very intentionally and intensively working uh, against human trafficking around the world, like you were saying. And my mindset was just set on that. And I started thinking about how can I teach professional women uh, how they can advocate for a cause and do it well? Right. So I started thinking about that idea and I'm going to create a course around that. And I'm going to talk about that because I truly believe that women in this generation, especially professional women, want to change the world. They want their life to make a difference. And so I started interviewing young professional women and sharing my idea with them. And I sat down with a young woman that just had her first baby. He's about eight, nine months old. And we sat down and I was pitching this idea to her. I'm like, I know that you're an amazing professional and you want to change the world. And, um, 
you know, I want to be able to help women discover their voices and discover where their passions are and how they can raise their voice and create change in the world. And she was just staring at me like, wow, that's amazing. You know, and at the end of the conversation, I'm like, well, how did this resonate with you? Would this be something that you would be interested in? Would this be something you would want to invest money in? And she's like, oh my gosh, you know, that's amazing. It sounds great. I love what you're talking about. But the truth is I've never thought about that. You know, it's never been in my mind. It's not something that occupies my my brain space at the moment. I have a child and right now I'm just occupied with making sure that I'm doing a great job with this child and that I'm going to change the world through this child and that I'm doing this right. And I have so many questions and so many things and that I want to learn and, and get experience on. And that really shook me, Carmen, because mm-hmm. it completely changed my perspective of what was needed because I kept hearing this same narrative. And so I went back and said, wait a minute. I think that there's a way that I can help these young mothers change the world through doing an amazing job of raising their children and educating their children. And not because I did everything right, but because I made so many mistakes that you can learn from them so that you don't have to make them. But also because I was very intentional in wanting to make sure that my children grew up to be independent, productive, loving, kind, but also hardworking people. And I, that's what, that's what we want for this generation as well. And I can still remember 30 years ago when I had four toddlers following me around everywhere and sitting at the, at the bathroom door, It, it got to be really overwhelming and very stressful at times. But I observe mothers today in the 21st century, and it's nothing compared, you know, what they're going through right now compared to what, how we had it 30 years ago. It is hard work to be a parent in the 21st century. Parents today are raising children for a completely uncertain future. You know, that algorithm of, job dependency and college education dependency and purchasing your first car and having 2.5 children, it's actually no longer working, right? We don't know what jobs are going to be available when our children graduate from high school if they're only in the first grade, third or fourth grade today. We don't know what AI is going to do for our future. We don't know so many things. But in the middle of that uncertainty, we do have We do have certain principles that can be applied in any age, at any time, in any circumstance, in any century that transcend time and transcend culture that we can bring to our families to ensure that our children are ready for any future that they might find themselves in, right? And so... I I really want this podcast and and Home Educator Institute to be about providing those resources and trainings and like you said, safe spaces and community and even coaching for any of of our clients, of our listeners. But especially we want to bring you in so that you can tell us what's in your mind. If I hadn't had that conversation with that young mom, I wouldn't have started 
this venture. I would have talked to you, Carmen, about the possibility of Home Educator Institute because I would have had my mind on something else, listening to my own adventures and my own thinking. But when you sit down and listen to others and hear what their concerns are, you can really then, you know, and so I, I'm just excited about what we're going to be able to bring to the table, Carmen. Agreed. I, I, as I'm listening to you and especially as you're focusing on the importance of listening to others and preparing our children for this future that just continues to evolve so quickly the things that occur to me are the importance really of focusing on education as instilling a love of learning and also the ability to learn so yes. that our kids can, they feel confident about who they are as learners. And there's so much involved with that, you know, just first the tools you need um, and then being able to sift through information developing discernment and also this ability to truly have these collaborative conversations where they can listen to other people, right? And because the power of human synergy is, is never going to diminish and we're only stronger together, you know? So yeah, this is an exciting time. And, um, I love the title, Educate to Elevate, because that's that's why we're here. We want yes. to elevate who, who we are as uh, mothers, nurturers, you know, guardians of the future. We want to elevate the joy of education itself. Um, and mostly we want to elevate uh, each other and support each other. Absolutely. I love that, Carmen. And that takes us to the invitation to continue to join this community. We want to invite you to not miss any of the next episodes, but especially our episode coming up next week, where we're going to be talking about elevating yourself. Because Carmen, to be able to give, we have to receive. We can't give from what we don't have. It's hard to give from what you don't have. If the, if the glass is empty, there's no way you can pour into all of those little people that are depending on you. So we want to invite you to continue to join us in this conversation, especially next week when we'll be talking about how uh, we can start learning to elevate ourselves. I'm so excited for next week's episode. Um, you know, just for all you listeners out there, you're, you're going to be able to hear Rita teach from her heart. And she's one of my favorite teachers and speakers, and especially this topic um, that we're going to be addressing is just one of her, it, it's her wheelhouse, and it's going to be a great conversation. So come join us. You can follow us in all of our socials at Home Educator Institute, and please follow this podcast so that you don't miss any of the episodes. Just push subscribe. And also share it with your friends and with your family. And let's create a beautiful community together. Thanks for joining the conversation. Please comment, like, and share if you're as passionate as us when it comes to elevating and educating children and youth. Want to reach us? Connect on social at 
Home Educator Institute.